Welcome to the Swinging Along Podcast, the most real and raw of the lifestyle podcast. Follow us in our journey as swingers and ultimate kingsters. Come down the rabbit hole of our naughty escapades and strap in or strap on with your hosts, Karen and Chris. Enjoy. To the Swinging Along Podcast, the most real raw of the lifestyle podcast. Follow us in our journey as swingers and ultimate kingsters. Come down the rabbit hole of our naughty escapades and strap in or strap on with your hosts, Karen and Chris. Enjoy. Welcome back, Swinging Alongers. Back to episode 77. Yes. Listen, I love that intro. Man, I can hear that. <laughs> I, I can listen to it all day. We appreciate, we, listen, we got an influx of so many Snapchat messages, emails, uh, Instagram DMs of everyone loving the new intro and loving the new vibes. We fucking appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. So. No, I mean, we worked hard on it. and Yeah, we stole some free copyright music, but we love it. No, we bought it. No, we bought it. I didn't steal. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm incriminating us for something we didn't do. We bought it, we but we, bought we it. did it. We did not. We didn't make We did not produce it, yes, but we did buy that's it. That's kind of what I meant. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. You're All right, to my defense, this is. <laughs> All right. This is no. This is our second time having to redo this episode. So you need to be on your best behavior. You need to be on your best behavior. I am on my best behavior. So it's white claw season. We're on diets. We're on bikini body diets. Yes. Um, Happy New Year to all of our podcast listeners. Um, It is officially 2023. We had an amazing New Year. Great New Year. Right after the New Year, not so much in a sense that we got hit with the stomach bug. I know it wasn't like a hangover type of thing. It was definitely the stomach bug. But um, yeah, no, we, (sighs) you know, Chris and I, it – it's just something that we made the decision to do for, we did it a, a while back where we got into some pretty good shape and, you know, just life took a toll of everything. COVID hit and everything. So COVID. COVID yeah, fucked everybody. it was mostly COVID. And we haven't really fully recovered from yeah. COVID. We've had little fun tries yeah. and whatever, but we never really went full head on it like we did. Yeah. What, I've eaten five so years much ago? fucking chicken in the past five days. I mean, but I love it. I'm feeling great. But today we decided to treat ourselves. We popped an edible and we're drinking White Claws. Yeah. This <laughs> might be one of the – I mean, I think we did an edible <laughs> on a podcast before. But this is one of the yeah. first podcasts that our goal was to get high and not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> – 
I mean, I hope we don't slur at all today because we've only been drinking some white claws and a couple shots, but not like we normally. We would probably be like four shots in halfway know. through the podcast. I, I listen. I was drinking some tequila because as much as I love that fireball shot, man, that is high in sugar. Have you fucking read that shit? Well, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, we hope that everyone has a, a great start to New Year. And if you did celebrate New Year's Eve, we hope that you celebrated exactly how you wanted to. Our New Year's Eve, so where we picked up on our last podcast, um, which, okay, I'm just going to address this now and out. We've got an email from, I think is a loyal listener, but I feel like his emails to me are a little condescending. Um, first of all, as we've said to, to many, 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 many times on this podcast, we don't get paid to do the podcast. We do get, when when people do make purchases to Adam and Eve, Manscaped and all, of course we get. Yeah, we received a 20-hour check here and there. <laughs> exactly. Now, we were given the idea to kind of do the Patreon, which when we first started the podcast five years ago or four years ago, I, I think we started the podcast for a little bit. We did do a Patreon, but we were so new still to the podcasting industry and how Patreon. I don't work. know if the Patreon even made sense. Yeah, we didn't know how to work it, um, but now we do. So we are going to be looking to do a Patreon for specifically just the podcast. Um, but I understand that sometimes we do discuss certain things, i.e. Exotica, New Jersey, and stuff like that. And people look for updates on that. What we will do better on is telling you the updates on that in a sense of, if we choose not to further discuss something, um, I think that's all right. I, I understand we hype things up, but, um, and most of the time, obviously it, it does fall, like it, it goes through and we get to tell you a sexy story and, and a fun adventure or a life lesson learned type of story. The problem is, is that shit happens in life. And I didn't really want to discuss New Jersey Exotica because, um, I was disappointed. I missed it. Uh, you guys know, I've talked about it. I have a friend um, who's battling breast cancer who um, is, thank God, I've, I've been taking her back and forth to uh, appointments. Um, but just to give an update, she uh, her surgery was very successful and she they deemed her not needing chemo and radiation and just radiation. So um, that was around the time that I was taking her back and forth and I did not want to leave my friend. I also was helping my friend out as well. And it just wasn't feasible for me to go to Exotica. And it was something that was sprung on me very last minute um, with everything that was going on with her. And I know sometimes certain maybe influencers or podcasters can look at me sometimes in a negative light. And I understand that. Um, but I'm not, I'm not a mean person. I'm not an evil person. I mean, I don't understand it. So I I wouldn't say that. I'm a good friend. And so if I don't talk about something or we don't talk about something, it does sometimes boil down to, we don't want to really go down that road because there's either not much to talk about it or, you know, you just got to chalk it up as maybe it didn't happen or maybe a negative thing impacted that they're not ready to talk about yet. Um, I didn't think it was that big a deal. Um, and whatnot, just like talking about you being in chastity for all of October. I didn't know that that was going to be a big deal that we didn't dive too much into it because no offense being in chastity. What more can I talk about with that? You know? So no, and I, it, did, I it did correlate a little bit with going to exotica, you being in chastity. It's October since exotica didn't happen. There wasn't a lot that I could do about the 
things I had planned at Exotica. So, but things are back on the right track. It's what we've spent the past three weeks doing, um, particularly even, you know, working through the new year, working through stomach bugs and stuff of getting everything situated. I myself um, am very proud that my status in the adult industry has allowed me that I am fully booked for all four Exotica trips. And that's a first. That is a first that I am fully booked, confirmed as a, you know, that's going to be a performer for all four of them, which is something that I can basically sit back and say, okay, I don't have to worry about that unless, you know, but unless something comes up in your real world, in real and, world that, and exactly. that's okay. I mean, yeah. we're not robots. We're not paid to do any most of what we do. Right. Um, I mean, you're paid in a, your own way. I'm paid in a different aspect yeah. of it, but I'm just saying like but things happen, things come up in life yes. and it's not a big and deal. And I think you should just enjoy the story. And I mean, we're, we're still people, but yes, we do put our lives out there. We do put, and I under, I listen, mean, we could make up stories. No, you want to go there? <laughs> I do go anywhere. I just made no, a comment. Not, like, not us, but I would hope people appreciate that we're real and raw, and you didn't just yeah. come out here and say, "Oh yeah, I went to Exotica and I fucked like twelve dudes and all that," just no. for like clicks. No, I, 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 I had no, FOMO. You fucked twelve dudes. I had FOMO. While I watched my fellow creators have a ton of fun, and it was the first New Jersey exotic. I, I mean, I'm fucking. I'm from. I'm Jersey. I'm Mrs. Jersey slut. You know, it's the only one you don't gotta get on a plane for. <laughs> well, not just that, but I just I do have a huge following in this area. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so I just wanted to address that. But with New Year's Eve, you guys remember from our last podcast, um, we were kind of decompressing from Christmas. We went to the bar and we had gotten um the girl's number, uh, who ran the yacht club or the the not the actual yacht club, but she worked for the guy who ran like the um what was it like a it's like a, a membership type not a membership but they a concierge for the different types of yachts and it was actually we weren't necessarily sure if she was serious so you had made the comments about hey is she uh are we a mark are we a mark and stuff like that <laughs> um i will say this we did meet with the couple but there is an interesting twist to this uh you tell we did have some afternoon fun flirtiness, fun flirtiness, because we we spent our New Year's having our own fun at a private party. But before that, I was actually intrigued to kind of invite them. But then I realized the dynamic was maybe something that the boyfriend wasn't aware of. So when we, when, when Chris and I first got to the bar, our friend is the bartender. And I started it, like asking her questions about the girl. Cause I noticed that when we met her at the bar, she was very friendly with our bartender. I thought they were besties, you know, like same, I thought like same, she, same. But she's like, no, 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 that's my regular. Um, she comes in with her boss and she goes, and now the my other regulars are starting to notice because she's very young, he's older, which I always hate that. Why are they, why, why is that such in society a, let me look at this, this guy is probably 40, 50 years old and she's 22, 23, 24. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, let him live his best life. But apparently he's very well known and he has like, he has like his own He's married and stuff like that. And they come in for lunch almost every other day. Okay. 
and everything's great. But she says once they get a few tequilas in them, they start getting very touchy feely flirty with each other. Nothing they never make out or anything like that. But it's like she turns her body towards him. He turns so they're they're they have like their hands on each other's legs and stuff like that, which, you know, to me can also be your friend, you're having a good time, you're leaning in, having a conversation. I could be naive to that. But I don't know. I guess because I see the world in a different light. I just, it is, it is nine times out of 10 exactly how it seems. Someone, you know, who's flirting and being, I guess, touchy feely with their, their assistant or whatever she is in a sense. But is it wrong for me to just be like, no, why can't she just be an extrovert like I am who, my love language is sometimes touching people and stuff like that, but it could be all innocent. It's never innocent with me though. So I guess I should correlate. She's probably fucking him. But here's the conundrum that we were in. The conundrum is that when I don't necessarily think that she remembered exactly what she told us or remembered that I was friends with the bartender or remember that we met, the owner or her boyfriend or whoever. Well, the owner is who I thought was her boyfriend. The reason that this all came up was because she handed you their card and you're like, oh, I know this company. I tried to rent a yacht yeah. to work out a deal with this yeah. person. I thought that was the boyfriend. Unbeknownst it's- to me, when they walk through the door and it's someone who's significantly younger and I'm thinking she brought a friend. So... I, you, you remember you looked at me, I was mortified when I was like, oh, is this like, is this your friend, you guys? Because it's New Year's Eve, I'm thinking. And she's like, no, this is my boyfriend. And I was like, oh. And now he's kind of got a look on his face like, and I did chalk it up. I was like, I'm so sorry. I just know you guys all work for the same yacht company. So I think I just had you guys all, all like meshed up or like that. Our bartender friend is in the corner and she's laughing hysterically because she she knows the question that I asked her about five minutes ago. So she knows the process that's going on in my head because I legit, when she said my boyfriend, I come in here, I just got done working on the boats and stuff like that. I'm assuming that that's who she's going to walk in with. And I was kind of digging it because... As, listen, I I got my frat boy. I was okay. Maybe I like so my cake you and eat it too. She had I, a younger piece, but no, she was young I thought anyway. she had an older piece. So I felt like if they were in us, oh. I have my frat guy. I have my older gentleman. I'm fucking okay. I'm getting all parts of the spectrum done. The traditional older younger. Younger yeah. female, older male. But we also are picking up the vibe that they were into the lifestyle and stuff like that. So now it's already awkward. And here's the one thing about me. I will diffuse situations as best as I can, but when I feel like someone is not being honest with me or I don't, I can't, I really can't read the room, I, you think I ramble on podcasts, I start rambling and spitting things because I'm in my head overthinking things. And if I could put this in perspective, we were Ubering home and I had already given her a small edible. Because it's it's oh, a it's nice, New Year's Eve. It's, a, it's New Year's Eve. It's a nice relaxation. And if we are honest, when we do an edible or when we get high, we drink a lot slower. Yeah. So A, not only does it save on your barbell, but B, <laughs> you don't get a smash. Right. And I So you're more coherent and there. But I was so like I'm I'm kinda of, the paranoia has hit me. Like, does it oh my god, does he did, did you I like you didn't blow up her did spot. I just blow up her spot? And so now I'm trying to overcompensate 
And I'm just, it, listen, guys, I dropped the ball. Like, it's me. It was all me. I dropped the ball on this. I almost said bomb. I dropped the ball on this because I could not recover as I normally can, but mostly because I think, and this is the whole point that I want to make for this topic that we're starting out with is while they very much could have been the lifestyle, because even when like she came in and gave me a hug, he gave me a hug. She gave you a hug. You know, he like came in and did the, you know, the, the bro hug thing. <laughs> and I literally was sitting there going, okay, yeah, this is definitely vibes. Like they were being very flirtatious, but I was so thrown off. And then I feel like, they, because I was trying so hard, either they felt that I was annoying or, and I was trying so hard not to, clearly we were, we were going to a lifestyle. I, I will that say day. when you get flustered, it's hard sometimes for you to pull it back in. It's not necessarily when I'm flustered, but when I feel like I fuck something up for someone else and I try until I get that hundred percent confirmation that someone's like, okay, okay, okay. Like it's good. I will keep going just to, like, try to, like... Rambling. Yeah, like, I'm just trying to fix it. And I... He was very shocked when he was like, well, yeah, why wouldn't it be me? And I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and it was... But the yeah, edible, how are you supposed to fully know anyway? But that's the thing. I, I blamed myself for the rest of that night. Like, even, even when we were at the party, it would jog into my memory sometimes of like, like a cringe moment. You know, you're just sitting there and you're like, oh, God, I shouldn't have said that. But then I was like, fuck no. This is not my fault. This is, this is, this is her fault. If you cheating on your man, you can't be mad at other people if they blow up your spot by accident. Well, then I felt like she was giving me eye signs, like signals. And I was like, you know what I did too? I did the girl thing. Excuse myself, not once but twice to use the bathroom. I didn't have to go to the bathroom at the time. I figured she would join me. We could girl powwow and get our stories straight in the bathroom and all be well. That bitch never even came into the restroom with me afterwards. Like, just to be like, I waited and waited and waited. I, I did that. I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do at this point? But at what point are you then giving me the, the stink eye? But you're the one that wasn't honest because you're coming in here. And but here's the thing: was she not honest? We, she, we're going off of what our bartender friend, who is our good friend, has told us. There was another regular there who was like, "Oh yeah, they are very touchy feely," and we were like, "Oh, okay." I've met the, we've met the older guy because we even made we even were like, "Oh, you're with the so and so yacht company." Purple card and everything. I remember it. We met him. She's like, oh, yeah. Never once did she say, like, hey, my boyfriend is my age. Hey, that's on her then. I don't know why you would let, your, let it beat you up all night. Like, I, I just feel I, I, contrary to what people think, I have a heart. <laughs> yeah, but you should have a heart I didn't for, want their New Year's Eve ruined. Were they so, fighting? So you'd rather ruin your own by being trusted? Oh, no. Up? Trust me. My New Year's Eve was Oh, I, I know. But, like, but, deep down inside, I'm being like, would you rather ruin your own being frustrated or not frustrated, but bothered or upset that you think you fucked up when you didn't fuck up because you can't fuck up. If rule number one in life, if you're going to cheat on your significant other, yeah, anything that happens that you might get caught, that's on you. Yeah. You dove into that barrel and you got to live with whatever happens from it. You take that chance every day when you meet people, when you talk to people, you never know who might be like, wait, Oh, that's your husband. No, he wasn't here with you last night. You never know when that can happen. So. I know. And I never once said anything like that. It's just I I was in 
kind of a little bit of shock in no, it. I but then but then you're also going like shit, we came out here, maybe that's not the right dynamic that we thought it was. But then I'm like, wait a minute, is she into stuff, but he's not, and she's she's being, you know, she's cheating on him in a sense, and she would do the same for us. And you know, we it like a the edible did not help with the hole in my head, but I will say this communication like i know people are probably so fucking sick of hearing lifestyle people because that's the one thing we all can agree on on almost all the podcasts communication is 110 percent fucking key and i do think it's a shitty thing to do to put other people in a situation because you don't know like look she doesn't know that my dynamic where i'm sitting here going i hope i did like i hope my reaction isn't causing a fight but then that reaction isn't necessarily my fault because she, you know, essentially is at the bar all the time flirting. We told her that we knew the boyfriend. Oh, no, 100% not your yeah. fault. Like you, you only reacted the way you thought you'd react because when you were talking with her, you, when you were having your conversation, you brought up the gentleman we met and she made it seem like that was the guy that was going to walk in those damn doors. Exactly. So, and that was definitely not the guy because he was about 20 years younger. <laughs> so what are you gonna do at that point? It, I mean, it was, there's nothing you can do. No, it was just, you handled it fine. Yes, I, I appreciate that, but I just, um, I, I was very, very like in my own head. But then I did get out of it because we went to a, uh, a New Year's Eve party. We actually we were gonna go to Saints and Centers for our New Year's Eve party. But we've actually, like, listen, Discord apparently, I, I don't want to sound not tech savvy because I'm very tech savvy. I didn't think Discord was big with the lifestyle, but apparently Discord is becoming, like, I would say big at least in our area for, like, when you when you meet other couples on SLS, um, if you meet them in a club, you go on to Discord. I know podcasters have Discord, but I'm talking about there's a ton. We have one. We barely used it. We had one, but I just was, I did. It's I, still there. I'm still, like, in it. Well, yeah, but I never knew what to do with it in a sense that I didn't know how it related to the lifestyle. But being in this Discord that we're in, which is more for – it's a very limited Discord because it's it's specifically – it's basically – I think how it was mainly described to me is, you know, some of these group uh, chat messaging services like Kick and whatnot, you're only allowed a certain amount of people into the kick chat and a lot of people like what do we like when we're talking to couples we like each couple to have their own individual account you know what i mean to show that someone's not like just speaking on someone's behalf so that can add up to the max amount so like our kick experience but discord also allowed like you i know you can share pics on on kick and everything like that but just it just allows you to easily access to you know the pin thing on the left of information for parties and whatnot well when we had gotten our membership and signed up for everything through Saints and Sinners Atlantic City, we had started getting messages and friend requests and whatnot. And we had did this about like a month and a half ago. And we had gotten invited to this Discord, but I recognized the person who had it. And it was actually someone that we played with before in the past, one of our kind of local couples. Like when we host our events, they're on our list and whatnot. Um, they had created this Discord, and they created Discord because they wanted to start using that as traffic for their parties. But what they wanted to start using Discord for, they wanted more single men at their events. 
the biggest thing about single men is like it's exactly why the clubs um, charge a higher membership for single men is it's properly vetting, right? You want to like, you want the serious men that you know that are going to respect rules that aren't going to come in and act all disrespectful, act like that every single woman there is just going to want his dick because you don't understand the dynamic, who isn't going to be, you know, uh, respect consent and stuff like that. So part of the process, exactly like when we organize like my group play, my gang bangs and stuff like that is it does take time to vet, vet someone. The problem is, is that if you're relying on just a couple to probably vet someone, that could take a lot of time. And sometimes we don't always have the time, especially when you are planning a large scale party, such as a New Year's Eve party. And when I say large scale, we're not talking about on the level of a club that can maybe have like a couple hundred people. It's, you know, I do see the community wanting more single men in the lifestyle. I feel like that's a big part of the lifestyle because no matter what anyone says, and I know you make the joke that single men are the new unicorns of the lifestyle, which in reality, I think the unicorns of the lifestyle are just respectful men that are missing many opportunities to get their dick sucked because they just can't want to go grab a drink. Like no female is going to want to just meet at your house, bro. Very simple. Um, I think uh, there's so many more men that want to be in it than women. Like, now I'm not talking couples. Now, if you want to add couples, that's still a male-female. So I think the level of single women and single men, there's a reason they call single women unicorns because they're like creatures that are, they're mythical creatures. They're hard to find because they're, you could probably go on any site and find 35 guys that will be like, yeah, I'd love to fuck you. Right. You can't find 35 women that be like, yeah, I'd love to fuck either the guy or the couple. Right. So um, finding, I feel like training, <laughs> training single men to fit properly the way we want them to fit in the lifestyle is it's a task. And that's why you got to do a lot of vetting and... A lot of referrals. Referrals are big, and when you get and go with a couple, they'll they'll definitely vouch for you with other people, and that not only helps also get you into certain parties and clubs and all that that require you to have references. Yes, it's not. A, it's like a fucking buying a car. Your references. I I've actually chatted with so many single men who say they want to get into the lifestyle, and I say, okay, well, if you want to get let like let's go out, let's go grab a drink, and they go. Oh, am I getting my dick sucked after this? Or yeah, no, I I don't like. Or you find out they can't necessarily go out in public for a drink because they're doing this discreetly without their partner knowing. Which obviously we're not going to allow that. But I mean, it, there's like if you came, I almost the gave effort, him. I must give him a tip, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't give him a tip. <laughs> you were gonna say, don't say that. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, bro, if you're married and you want to play, you just gotta find a way to do it without being like, if you keep canceling on someone, they're gonna get suspicious. Well, I just think that nine but times out of ten. <laughs> I mean, even talking to a lot of our listeners, a lot of our listeners have the same rule that we do. We meet in public for at least a cocktail one time, you know, for a little bit. I mean, it might be the same night. We might play that same night, but I'm not just going to be like, yes, random stranger, come ID channel me at my house. Like, and yes, I'm, I've been watching a lot of ID channel, but what I'm saying is I've always been like that. Let's go have a cocktail. Let's go have a drink. And then let's get the sexy vibes going. Let me get dressed up for you. Let me get dressed sexy. Let's vibe. 
whether you can play that that night or I can play that night, if not, if we vibe, I am putting you on first, like top priority on my list. First come. Yeah. First, first come. Ha, 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 first yeah. come, first serve. Yes. Basically. <laughs> yes. It's actually legitimate. But I just, I, it's the dudes that don't want to put any effort in that you're not going to get vetted for. If you can't set aside two hours of your time to get into a possible year long or multiple years long of fucking amazing sex of group sex of hot wife sex or or whatever you're into then i'm sorry if you're not willing to put that effort in we're not willing to have you i mean we're not going anywhere so you could and i don't see uh, now i something can happen but for the foreseeable future i don't see us not being in this lifestyle we both have on numerous occasions said that if we for whatever reason we're not together anymore we could never be with someone that wasn't into being in this type of lifestyle. So I don't see that ever not being the case. So you could be setting yourself up. What is every man's dream? It's a constant on, not necessarily on call, but with good consistency, booty call like that. When you're younger, that's all you want. You just want to hit it and quit it or hit and run, whatever all the sayings are and all that. So like you're, you have a chance to do that. Now, slight difference. You got to have a little bit of conversation and that's okay. That's not the end of the world. How many guys spent weeks, months on either text message or aim back in the day? MySpace. Yeah. Wooing the girl, <laughs> hoping to get in her pants. You don't even have to woo. Just be respectful. Have a good fucking time. That's essentially what the discord is for though. That's is fantastic. It's allowing multiple couples to so if, if one couple is really busy it, it's allowing couples that are available but you, everyone can see it everyone can see what's being no one can see what's being done behind closed doors i mean they might be having private chats outside but but that's the, up to them the actual questions and stuff are being in the everyone can see it so if a if one couple is not comfortable with a particular uh single guy candidate i feel i feel like it's so weird like we're looking at like, like a job interview i told yeah. you yeah um Allowing but if, if someone's not feeling or vibing it, then not necessarily saying they won't not be invited because it's just one couple, right? But if the consensus is, yeah, he's giving off bad vibes, it's almost like we all were able to be like, it, it, it allowed a different kind of consensual talk in a sense as well. But you know what that did? As weird as I thought it was at first, because I was like, what the fuck? This is like we're like voting on like a job candidate in a sense. But it, it allowed everyone to – we had a fun time. No one was disrespected in it. There was only, I think, two dudes who were, like, essentially booted out because they it, they were they were hard. Like, it, even how they started it, talking in the chat It also allowed the guy to defend himself. Maybe he was misunderstood by with, with something, and he's, he gives them a chance to be like, that's not how I meant it. Yeah. That's how I meant it. And then people have a chance to conversate and be like, okay, I can see it from your point of view. Yeah. But How do, you, do we go from here then? But do you know what got me thinking? What's that? We would never in this community, us included, put a single female through that because we all are like bisexual woman myself, even though, can I, I just say I'm not a desperate bisexual woman because I get, I get really good pussy because you know what? Guess what? I'm a fucking genuine person. I don't pressure people and I'm not, listen, 
I've said it before. I don't think that we dabble too much into it. It's another episode we plan for, but wives of a couple dynamic are sometimes just as predatory as the husband because they just so desperately want to make this fantasy happen for their husband or they so desperately want to be with another girl with their husband that sometimes the the women end up being not as protective or as in tune with the other woman as they should because they just so want to make this happen. I mean, we've been on the Reddit groups about my husband's unhappy, blah, 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 these things. It almost essentially in turn makes the female counterpart of the, the, the duo more predatory than the male. And... But that's that got me thinking when I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this Discord, and we love these people. First of all, I just want to say this. Our, our group is not like that group that's like, we want to make sure that everyone's safe, and we don't give a shit. We don't give a shit about looks. You know, like, uh, we go off of vibes and stuff like that. Wait, you mean this isn't that group? I had to... This isn't for hot people submit, only. Submit my submit application yeah. and pictures to get in now? I mean, some people... Didn't play with certain people because they weren't attracted to because I do believe you do have to have an attraction. Yes, but you'll never be kicked out of or Everyone not invited. should be welcomed. Yeah, and it was more for mingle. Like we would like I, the one person always asks questions like, "Do you think that if you if you saw like a, a person a, a female walking around a swingers club and she was naked?" Um, how would you go up and talk to her? And the one dude that got kicked out, he was like, well, I don't know if I could resist her body. I'd have, I'd have to, I'd have to touch her and, and whatever. And we were like, uh, no, bro, you have to consent first. You know what I mean? She could be walking around naked at the house. It doesn't mean that you get to just like throw up against the wall and start fucking her. Like you, she still has to be consent to fucking you, you know, cause private parties are even more like, you see a lot of consent issues at private parties. Cause now it's even more exclusive in a sense and more intimate that everyone thinks some not everyone i'm sorry some people think that they're new oh i gotta invite this intimate party everyone here wants to fuck me exactly and it's like it's a little bit different of the along the line to like a club and we've been the, the club plenty of times and as there are plenty of women walking around topless some naked usually they're in the playroom for the most part Whereas yes. at a house party or maybe even a hotel takeover, if it's like a secluded hotel takeover, you'll have women just walking around naked because yeah. they're playing. Yeah. That is their playing. There's no bar to go to. Yeah. It like especially if you're at a house party, it's as a house. Yeah. There's no like at the club we go to, there's a it's the bars all it's like two three levels upstairs. With the dance floor. Listen, I'm not like, proud of it, but I've had to pee sometimes, and I run up three flights of stairs, butt-ass naked, but it's go rare. use the restroom. It's not everything. I keep forgetting is... the fucking locker rooms are in the bottom there, but they're in the back corner, because I'm usually in the orgy room, so I'm facing the stairs. So my first instinct is to run up the stairs. I'm going to go But it's not an all-the-time thing, but we've definitely been at house parties, and... There's just women walking around butt ass yeah. naked the oh, whole yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And I can I can see where that makes a problem for some men that are invited and they probably think, hey, I was invited for a reason. Right. The but the goal for this New Year's Eve private party was to have more single men because we wanted to we that's we were kind of putting out that we were manifesting it, it sounds so corny. But the theme of it was to manifest that positive energy and vibes for the coming year that we were all going to have great times with single men. Part of our group, there's a ton of bisexual men who are who are husbands who 
want to engage engage more play with other men and incorporate more bisexual play with their wives with men and that was something that we were including a lot of other bisexual single males and whatnot so it's just something that I think it I think as as awkward as it was I liked how it was being presented I think it was very respectful I think it offered a different dynamic and it allowed for a great time, but I will say, seeing the responses from the two, like the two dudes who we were like, and we all, we all got into a conversation. Even one of the single guys in the Discord was like, "Dude, no, like you, like you just think that a girl's ass is hanging out." And then that reminded me of how many times, sometimes even at a club, I'd walk past, I'd be in a short black skirt. I usually don't wear panties to a club, so my ass is normally hanging out because I like that look. I might wear knee-high stockings or fishnets, something easy that can be torn off or whatever and thrown away and how many times I've had my ass grabbed at the bar and it's not someone and sometimes like a faint like a you could feel like they're maybe trying to finger slip and, and I feel like if I ever walk up behind you and put my hand on your butt you're gonna turn around and hit, and hit me <laughs> yeah you can tell like when when it's happened to me a few times because chris will come up to me and he'll he he does the hand like across my lower back like hey babe and i'll like whip around and he's like oh you've had a you've had a lot of ass grabs today haven't you but that's not okay that's not okay you know what i mean like you you still need to ask consent to touch anybody women we need to fucking ask consent as well. We always forget that stuff about dudes. We just think it's a dude. We don't need to ask consent. No, men need, it goes both ways. This is an equal party system. Okay? Can, I, can I give like formal forever consent over the air for females? Like you can touch. Actually, you have to ask wifey if you can touch. Then you can touch. It doesn't work like that, but I, 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 get, what, I get what you're saying. But it, I 100% agree with you though because I feel like women do skate by with uh, walking consent, up and slapping the dude on the consent ass. issues and or like, um, oh, look at your pecs, you know. And we touch them and and aggressive, aggressive issues and things like that. Yeah. Like you were talking about earlier when it came to looking for another female for them as a couple and all that. Yeah. But I do feel like women skate by a little bit, and that's because women. I feel like you want you don't want to lose them. You don't want to lose another option of a female in the lifestyle because there are so few compared to the men. Listen, and it always goes back to that. This Discord just made for such an easy and fucking fun New Year's Eve. I we went into New Year's Eve and probably one of our easiest, funnest. Like I, I just, I mean. I, I loved it. I, I have no words, and I know I'm a woman of many, 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 many words. It was the best New Year's Eve, and it was chill. It was sexy. It was fun. We rang it in with, rang it in naked with people that we cared about in the lifestyle, and it just, it to me, it just really projected the energy that was needed for us for 2023. You know, like we've had a we've had a lot of ups and downs in 2022, as everybody does. It's life. You know what I mean? I never try to do a woe is me pity party, but. There were so many things that we were just like, what the fuck? And the whole drama that happened when we called people out for certain things. And and I just starting off this new year, I wanted to be cheesy and say with a bang, multiple bangs. But um, 
it's exactly what was needed. And I feel like our, do you feel like our vibe? I know we're only on January 5th. I get that. So no one come at me. It's still early. But the vibe is different. I don't know. I feel it in the air. Well, I'll let you manifest that. I feel like even the sexiness. I mean, look, I'm wearing a fucking crop top and leather skirt while we're doing this. And even my whole presence. I know. I just... Sorry, I've been teasing Chris so much. Every time the arms go up, you see the lower boobies. <laughs> I just, I don't know. And maybe maybe it's just me being, you know, in the freshness of the new year. We'll see how it continues. I, I will put that out there. But I hope that this new year presents exactly like what we're aiming for, what everyone else is aiming for. We are definitely looking more to expand the Throbble experience. I did get a chance to, uh, my frat boy called me on New Year's Eve to wish me a happy New Year's. And then he asked me a very important question. He had the ability to fuck a friend that night. And I said, yeah, why wouldn't you? I don't know if frat boy caught a little bit of feelings for me because he asked permission. But I literally was like, we're friends with benefits. Or is it the stigma that a woman would get upset? And he wants to keep this going. I feel like it might be that. I don't think he caught feelings. So we were so chill. He's never done anything romantic. He does text every now and then, but there's nothing like that. But we did decide that we are going to, I'm going to bring him to a, a club before he graduates. Yes, you get four more months of play. Four more months of play, but I'm going to bring him to one of the Philly clubs. Um, I... I don't know if I want to announce, like normally we announce when we're going to one of the clubs. I feel like that one I shouldn't because I don't want the added pressure on him. But then, I mean. I mean, he knows what he's getting in there. I know, but it's not like we're the, like you said, it's not like we're the royal fucking family, like like being announced into a club. (laughs) It's something like that. I just don't want anybody like. I don't don't know. I don't know. But people recognize us at You need to to keep it like He's going to, I mean, not we, we have, it's not even just people that listen to the podcast. It's also our friends that go there. So you need to keep it low key. Yeah. Yes. Just go have fun. Maybe I should take him to a different club. Um, but then I don't know if I'm giving him the great experience because I don't know that club. Just go and have fun. Oh. Go and have fun. Everything doesn't have to be a big spectacle or a big whatever. Just go enjoy yourself. Have a good time. It'll be a great experience. It'll be a fun experience. Um, it'll be a different experience. I, I actually, I don't know what your plan was. Am I going or no? Because if I'm not going, that falls really high into a fantasy I told you about, like a week ago or two weeks ago or whatever it was. Um, where I'm not even there, and that's on next level. No, I feel like I kind of want you there because okay. I, and I'm a strong ass bitch, but I feel like going. I like having that male presence there that also is experienced with the club and, and things of that nature. Um, me being like the, you know, he's, oh, he's going to be a well, newbie. So. are, but still have fun with him. Yeah. And I'll be perusing around. All right. Well, well, speaking of like New Year's and different things, I, there's, a, there's a fun little topic I want to talk about going into New Year. And I think it, I mean, it, it goes a little bit with our, our sexual health because, um, uh, I think it was in the beginning of December because it was right before AVN convention because AVN's going on right now. Um, there was a uh, ten, no 14 day moratorium for 
uh, all adult stars. We're talking professional porn production companies like Bang Bros, Brazers, all of them. No one could film. Why? Because there was uh, an uptick in chlamydia and gonorrhea um, positive tests. There were people that had chlamydia um, in their throat, and we were also seeing a uh, I think it was like a anti uh, uh, antibiotic resistant strain of gonorrhea. Right. Okay. Never. The problem is, is that the reason why the chlamydia was going uh, undetected is because people were just getting blood tests done. But this was this was something that could only be told by or could only be found through swabbing. Right. Swabbing essentially is when you take a Q-tip, you can swab your throat and you can swab other areas, your dick you know, your ass and everything like that. Well, this got the conversation very much heated and started in the adult industry. But guess what happened in the adult industry? Everyone did what they had to do. Everyone stopped. People lost money right before Christmas. No one filmed. No one did anything. And it got the conversation started. It was not me, but someone brought up and said, I wonder how the swinger community deals with this because all we ever see from the swinger community is the blood test. Is the swinger community, A, going to start including swabbing? And hopefully you include swabbing after some facts I'll give you. But would the swinger community have stopped swinging if there was an outbreak? If, say, there was a, a, a swingers association alliance that said, listen, there was, there was a huge uh, hotel takeover event. There was... There was this convention that happened and there was this huge party and we're seeing an, we're seeing like an outbreak in this. We suggest everyone stop, retest, get treated if need be, but swap. Would the lifestylers stop swinging? Um, honest opinion? Probably not. Uh, it depends on what. If they knew about it. Some would. Some people might not have known about it. Some would. Uh, there are a few that I can probably pinpoint that would not. I We're not doing names. that in 2023 unless no, it's necessary. No, no, no. Um, I have a question for you, though. Was blood tests common for testing for you guys? Because every time I get tested, they stick a swab down my dick. That's, so, well, the swabbing for the dick on a man is is mandatory, and so is blood tests, right? But I, I never got my blood tested when I would go get tested. Oh, uh, well, like talent testing was always blood testing. It's always blood testing. But now – I've never gone to talent see, testing. See, we so. have to pay for our testing, and our testing is super expensive. Someone like me, I have to go into Philly. I either have to take the train or I have to pay parking. And depending on when I go, my parking can be up to almost $100 in that parking garage. If I'm waiting a long time at talent testing – but – my thing is, is there that's why I was confused because way back years and even early in our relationship when we had a moment, uh, they I got a swab right down my dick hole and that was I thought what it was. I'm surprised that that's not more mainstream and bigger. Yeah, like you're telling me like the blood doesn't show everything and they got a swab for more. Well, so here's what I've also learned because again, I'm no expert, right? And I, I, as as much, as much as I sit here and sometimes, you know, call people on their shit, you guys do the same shit back to me. And it's just fun. Listen, I love you guys. We just, this is our game, right? But anyway, um, someone said, why would I do, um, swabbing of the ass if I'm not gay? 
And that just lit up a conversation and people were angry because this person just swore them down. They did not need swabbing. And then people started spitting facts at them and said, you know, I said, someone asked them and said, do you enjoy eating ass? And he said, yeah, I do ass eating con like content all the time. I love getting it done on myself and I love doing it. And they said, great. Did you know that you can get gonorrhea from someone's ass? And that can go into your throats. And now it's like, it's it, stop stigmatizing that it is a sexual orientation type of disease. Cause we got it. We got to get that fucking shit out of our head, right? Like that it's something, uh, something can only be caught because of your sexual orientation. That is so fucking 1980s. No, that's AIDS basically fear. what the like, AIDS yeah, uh, exactly. disaster was. So, so my question to, to people, and we ran a poll, we ran polls on Twitter. We ran polls on Instagram more people there were more no's to the including swabbing in their testing syphilis can be uh you can drop juices down on into your into your anus area and I hope it nobody's will eating during this literally it's the reality of it though the reality of it is you can get it from eating eating ass and licking ass and stuff like that. You can get it from just juices dropping in, and then you know, of course, I would. You should still also be wearing condoms if you're doing anal play and stuff like that. But the reality of it is, as a swinger community, we're still not fully protected because I saw the results from Twitter and Instagram and saw how many people do not include swabbing. I was not including swabbing and that I was going off of blood testing. I now I fucking got swabbed when everything fucking happened and everything. And you know what? It's not even that big of a deal. You just, you know, you just get swabbed. You just do it. That's you right. Just, you just do it. You just do it. That's right. You do it to have fun and whatnot. But I'm seeing all these things also about, are we relying too heavily on STD and STI at home testing kits? Are we doing it properly? If you're not taking blood, these STD and STI results, like maybe you are pricking your finger and you're doing sending that in. Maybe you're swabbing your mouth a little bit. Are you swabbing your throat where it can help? Like I went down a rabbit hole of where I think there needs to be more STD and STI education out there. Not just what we're spitting out as podcasters, all podcasters. We need to have more information. Like when Naughty and Nolans happens have a fucking thing about STD and STI. And I'm sure everyone's like, well, that's not sexy. And the whole like, you know, swingers convention and stuff is supposed to be a sexy, fun event. Absolutely. I agree. But part of maintaining that sexy wow. fun is maintaining I healthy. Mean, come on. Let's be honest. You, you don't hear this stuff on podcasts anyway. So uh, I, I will say this. Every podcast has talked about an SC or STI episode. Absolutely. Well, not to this detail, I don't think. I don't know necessarily. And here's the thing. I don't necessarily know, which is ironic. I don't necessarily know if the swinging community knew about the moratorium, which is ironic because a decent amount of, and I'm not saying this with bad blood. I'm saying this for general health. I really am. I'm saying this to keep our community healthy. I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not even going to say any specific fucking podcast names. There are podcasters who obviously also do adult content on OnlyFans and stuff like that. They do collabs, right? Did they know about it? Are they following things like talent testing, past certified? Are you following the APAG, which is which is the adult union, you know what I mean, like group and stuff like that? Are you following these what is more more oriented towards cam models, mainstream porn, but you you are it is sexual health. Like were you aware of this? 
That's all. Because no, now that no, transpires no, no. to anyone who is very sexually active. You think content, content creators are literally the definition of sexually active people, porn stars. Mm-hmm. You're constantly making porn. A swinger is a very sexually active fucking person. They should coincide with sexual health. I mean, especially, actually, um, I know it's probably the same. I was going to say swingers, I feel like probably have more partners. But I guess if you're a content creator, you're playing with, you're, you're filming with multiple people. So you're probably, it's probably about the same. Yo, I've seen Angela White take a lot of people in a gangbang. But that's, so like, <laughs> but that's the point. Like when I do think of a swinger, I do think that you'll have multiple partners. So you probably should be on the same level wanting to get tested. See, like my, my, uh my redneck ice bucket. <laughs> the fucking Kit Kats in there. And it's just energy snack. Could we went up here for like four hours now. Yes. Um, are probably like drenched with water right now because they're just floating in the ice bucket of water. But no, it's a very important topic that everybody needs to hear and everybody needs to talk about and everybody needs to be open to. Yeah. And they have to realize that the whole porn world of legitimate people that care about the industry shut down for two weeks roughly right maybe it was 10 days and then you had to retest and so you had to right, now so two to three weeks ish it was almost three weeks because we think about how long because it was there was a mad rush of people now getting tested they couldn't process all those tests at the same time so it was delayed three weeks of people right before christmas not being able to make money yes and that was terrible um, and it's sad because probably a few careless people that didn't pay attention to their sexual health and it shut down an industry for three weeks, a huge industry. Yep. And, and like, and I made the comment earlier, people that care about the industry, cause I'm sure there are still people making content and filming. And those people are the ones that you can only hope to learn from this. And the more people that care about it, the more likelihood it won't happen again. And then you won't have this gap in making money for people. So, no, I agree. And and this is not a shot at like, oh my god, the swinger community isn't going to to do anything for it. it like they're not they're not going to stop. You know what I mean? Because we can bring up everything that happened during COVID and all. I'm just saying, we really don't. We're always going to have a stigma against us, right? And there's always going to be something negative that happens just like in the industry. And that's kind of something I'm starting to wrap my head around in, in 2023. But with that being said, I do feel sad that I don't think the community would be put on hold because it's just too selfish. Maybe I mean, maybe some people, if they weren't regulated, maybe you, if there wasn't a regulation like there is in the adult industry, um, maybe people would have did the same thing if they, they wouldn't have like put it on hold, but like, no, like you would have literally been blacklisted from filming and whatnot if you had filmed during this. I mean, cause I'll be honest, there were a few bad apples, a few bad apples. I get it. Is in every group we said all the time who filmed during the moratorium and they got blasted and, and like, like production teams, management talent all said like they would never work with them and stuff like that. You just ruined your fucking career because you could not not make a collab during 10 days when other people were doing the same exact thing. I just want, I think, more openness in the sense that I don't think the swinger community health, like sexual health, is to the full extent that it can be. We've heard about chlamydia outbreaks at parties and stuff like that. I mean, it just, it, it's, 
it, higher standards should just, you know, be there. If we're going to protect people, like, and talk about consent, does consent also apply then to making sure that everyone's on the same board with the SCD and SCI testing? Like, maybe we should start asking and being like, hey, are you swabbed? And if you're not swabbing, sorry, I'm not going to play with you. And people can't get angry at another person for that. Be like, all right, that's your preference. Your consent is you want someone to play with that's swabbed. I'm just throwing shit out there. Like, for, yeah, no, for the everybody, future, so. everybody's allowed to have a preference. But, yes, you know, everyone be safe. Uh, be smart and have fucking fun. That's the whole point of this lifestyle. Yes. Have fun. That's the whole point of the industry that she's in. Have fun. Yeah. And whatnot. But I want to ask you about a Reddit thread that I. Oh, yeah. We're going to start um, doing these Reddit threads uh, segments. And I love it. And I'm here for it. <laughs> I stumbled upon this Reddit thread a couple weeks ago. And we actually talked about it on the original recording of this podcast. <laughs> um, and it basically dumb it down. In a shorter version of it, it basically was a first-time couple swinging with another female. They met at a resort. At a resort, they met the female. They felt like they hit it off. They went back to the their room to play. Uh, the husband, the 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 male count. I don't know, husband, wife, boyfriend. I don't know. Say male partner. The male partner. Uh, Okay, thank you. The male partner uh, was having trouble getting it up. Now, I'm sure they were drinking involved and all. They're at a resort, yada, yada. Whatever. It's not working for them. He can't get it up. The wife goes into the bathroom to freshen up, the female partner. Yes. She comes out of the bathroom, and he's fucking the female they brought back. Yes. Afterwards, she starts asking him questions like, why couldn't you get it up when I was around? Is she better looking than me? Is she hotter than me? Is her pussy better than mine? Is it tighter than mine? His responses were a little like, I can't answer that. I don't want to be rude to her. First of all, bro, you be rude to this random person you just brought back, and you tell your wife she's fucking amazing, you're your girlfriend. (laughs) Secondly, I don't think she should be even asking those questions because there's a lot of reasons for not being able to get your dick hard. Yeah, she, I, so in reading it, I can see where her insecurity starts to arise. I get it. It's probably not easy for any, I'm a different breed of a woman, but I will say I have my own insecurities sometimes. I've had it flash sometimes before where we've been with another woman and, you know, I'm watching you because it's hot. I love watching you fuck other people. And you won't make, you won't even look over at me for like a good, like 10 minutes. Cause you're just like looking at her and you guys are enjoying, you guys are dirty talking. I'm thinking, hello, do they even remember that I'm in the room? But then part of me finds that a little hot. So I'm, I'm like the, but I'm looking at it from uh, a nor I'm using air quotes here. Normal, right. Lifestyle woman's point of view. I get it. It can be, it can be an insecurity hit to yourself that you always want to have a threesome with your man. You went to this lifestyle resort. You found a, a woman who was there to participate. You go back to the room. He, he's having difficulty getting up. From what I also understand when I was reading it, she kind of was badgering him a little bit, which you should never do because performance issues in the lifestyle for men and women is very acceptable. I mean, there's a lot of pressure sometimes. Uh, I think people forget that sexual like arousal is also very much mental. So if you're distracted or something's going on, it's not going to happen. Of course, when she left, I can see where 
all of a sudden now he's he's hard. But then also, my girl needs to look at herself and be like, well, were you applying that much pressure that as soon as that negative energy, and I'm not saying she's a negative person, but maybe you were hyped up for this. Maybe you had these high expectations and instead of working with your partner, maybe you started to nag, badger, whatever. As soon as that energy left the room, he got hard. Now, Or could it be as simple as, hey, my female partner wants me to fuck another woman if, like while she's in there in the room? That's some nerve. What if, what if she's like, honestly, it's really out of the box. What if it's like a trick? Like, that tells me they also didn't have a conversation because most couples, the first conversation they have is, do we play with each other in the same room or not? Because if they had had that conversation, well, it's he only a threesome, so but it doesn't matter. He wouldn't. He would have known not to penetrate her, the other woman, until the girl came back because they both point. have to be in the same room. That's a fair point. So I can see all that, but then she does allow it to continue, and then he apparently goes soft again or something like that, and she feels like her presence again. I guess they like wrap everything up. But then she kind of starts to badger him and say, like, was she tighter than me? First of all, first of all, ladies, if you're not ready for the honest truth, don't ask the fucking question. And, yeah, I'm feminist. Come at me. Oh, my God. Because I've had bigger dicks than Chris. Okay? Clearly. I'm sure... He's had tighter feeling pussies than mine. Okay, wetter, uh, more. Or there's been pussies that have creams that have made. He said when they cream, when they orgasm, it is a different type of more slicker, tighter feeling because it's a it's a thick substance rather than a squirt or just like getting wet like a lubricant. It does create that for that. I won't ask that question unless I'm prepared to be like. Well, first of all, I also enjoy it. But you're also setting him up for fit. Why oh, are he you telling he him? He couldn't win with that answer, with that question. Exactly. Well, I have a question. Yes. I have a, can we stand standardize? I mean, that's the word. It's okay for someone's pussy to be tighter than yours. Doesn't mean yours isn't tight. Yeah. And like you said, every woman is different. Some squirt. Some don't. Some come differently. Some don't. Yeah. Some whatever. Like every pussy is different. Mm-hmm. So why can't hers be shaped a little different where maybe it's a little tighter of a feel when you push in compared to yours? Doesn't mean your shit is a fucking gaping highway. It, yeah. I, I think women just set men up when they ask that question. Like if he says, yes, she was tighter then that, that automatically translates to your, it's like a hot dog, like throwing a hot dog in a hollow with you. When no, it's not. Your pussy still your feels good. Like but your shit's the LinkedIn yeah. tunnel or some shit. But here's the thing. Isn't that why we're in this lifestyle for different? Yeah. You're supposed to be turned so on by your you partner getting different. if her pussy was different Well, I think she was more upset with the Never fact that... Never use the word tighter. Never ask. couldn't get... I, know, it. I, I would ask, was her pussy different? Hey, okay, yes. I understand that. But I do was don't... juicy? Was I don't think the tighter should be a big deal. Even Did for it taste a, good? Did it taste like berries? Is no. it like pineapple juice? Did it just squirt all over your beard? Oh, let me lick you. Okay, so Sorry, I'm I got a in, so I'm in a different situation because I am a cuck. But if I had a nice thick veiny eight inch dick 
and just plopped out of my pants. And, you, and most women are like, wow. If my wife fucked another guy and he had a 10-inch dick and I said, it was he bigger? And she's like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, you must think I'm tiny. No, I know I have a big dick. This guy had a two-inch bigger dick than me. It's no different than a female's vagina. It's female nature. I. But that just is a prime example no, of a, lack of communication, a lack of communication, lack and of rules talked about. People that were probably not ready for actual ready. play yet. No, not at all. Far from it. Yeah. And that. So the lesson in this is: talk, communicate, be a hundred percent sure this is what you want to go down. Talk about what could go wrong. I also think what people have don't a talk plan about of action enough of is your first experience might not go smoothly. I mean, we talk about all the times we fucked up and everything like that, but it's okay to not enjoy your first experience. It's okay to be like, I thought um, I wanted to go down this, but after that, this might not we be. We openly talk up. about our first experience. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, I just think that you might be seeking an aspect of the lifestyle that you want to be a part of. Maybe, maybe couple swapping or maybe threesome isn't yours. Can I blame maybe you? Maybe couple swapping is. Maybe she wasn't. She needs someone. She needs attention. So maybe a couple swapping where he gets one-on-one attention in the same room with a, a female, and then she's getting one-on-one attention from a male. That's uh, just. Can I know. blame you? Why? Not really you. This goes. What do I do? I'm this, here working for the women. This goes right. I'm just keeping it real and roll. This goes right to the um, the cream pie conversation oh my god porn glamorizes threesomes you don't walk into a house with your best friend and all of a sudden you your best friend and you fuck your man and it's like passionate and he's pounding her while he's making out with you it it can be rough it can be bumpy it's not perfect but what you do is you learn from it and you go from there now you know what things you like, things you don't, things you want. You can get that from a couple <laughs> or another person. If the swinger community only knew how many vanilla men think that we're just all getting cream pied because I, I, on my camming sorry sites Sorry for bringing up stuff, the cream pie. She goes on cream oh pie Oh, my rants. God. I will be quick. But on my cam- I've said it. On my camming sites, so many people who are married, who are monogamous, who are not the lifestyle, or vanilla men who are, have no experience in lifestyle, they just all think all of us swingers are out there getting cream pied. And I have to tell them, No. I mean, there are some that they try. Listen, I've always said, if I'm not going to judge you if you're doing it with a trustworthy partner over and over and over again, like a couple maybe that you trust, or you you are getting tested right away and you trust that they haven't been with anybody else. But the reality of it is, when you go to a fucking orgy, everyone's using condoms mostly. It's not like what Pornhub posts because all of those people are actors. Yeah, and it's the same thing when it comes to like uh, swinger couple swaps yeah. and and threesomes. Uh, the stigma against all of us getting cream pied is just. I told you she drank. I can't because I get it because you know what it is. You know what it is. I will rant about the threesome now. I fucking wish I could get cream pie all the time. I fucking love it. I want you licking a fucking cream pie out of my pussy and then kissing me and spitting it into my mouth. I want it. But fucking chlamydia exists and gonorrhea exists. Oh, and, we got something to talk about yeah, that. I'm just saying it does. It, it sucks because it is a fantasy. Listen, there's it another edible not, in our future. It is not a realistic. A little gossip girl. Oh God, I love me and, some gossip girl. And, and, and then our and bed. White and then our bed. So you know, we got a lot to talk about. Our bed is occupied with the most adorable puggle right now, staring at us like, 
guys, can you please finish up? It's time to feed me. Yeah, he's probably hungry. <laughs> but uh, we got you. One more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I just think that couple, they didn't talk enough. They didn't communicate enough. Yeah. They didn't talk about what could, you should talk about what couldn't go wrong. Like, I, I learned from my mistake. Not fully talking about every possible scenario. It's not hard. Take on a night. Most people hang out and they just sit around. Instead of sitting around and putting on whatever movie you watch or whatever TV show you watch, because we're big advocates of, we have tons of shows that we love. Turn off the TV, pour a glass of wine, make some food, and talk about every possible scenario that could happen if you want to go down this road of swinging threesomes, anything kink related to that regard. Yeah. I wish I would have went back in time and talked about what happens if a girl wants me to come over in the middle of the night. I would have had another experience for us to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> it's not just for the gram, okay? Or for the brand, for the gram, for the brand. Pat McAfee and then, you know, the other, the song. But I just, I, it is a prime example. That, but, and this is why I also love Reddit because I, she did end up deleting that post. She deleted because it. I will admit, our swinger community came hard for her. Now, some people need, listen, you, you got, I understand we can't hear each other's tone of voices when you're like typing shit out, but some people are so vicious against someone and she did get a lot of heat for it. And, and there was a lot of, it was, it was equal men and women that were like, you basically just set them up for failure. Like, why would you ask them that? Or why would you put them in that situation? And, and maybe he clear and someone said, and I, I hate that they said it, but it is true. You took out the negativity out of the room and, oh, magically he got hard. Clearly, because you probably were not letting him maybe get aroused. That's the whole part. You want to prolong that threesome. You want to worship each other's bodies. I would love to ask a question. Did you just lay the girl on the bed and expect him were, to start fucking her? Were, like, are you bi? Was she bi? I don't, there was these now, things I can't even remember. even women that are not bi, I feel like they tend to still be okay with making out. Did you guys do anything together that maybe helped? boost his ego like oh this is okay we're doing this the picture i have in my head girl the girl's laying on the bed he's on top of her trying like maybe kissing on her or whatever she's off to the side on the bed maybe next to the girl whatever and barking orders and F- like fucker baby like yeah fucker did this fuck I mean, come on what are, what are you waiting for come like, on. is it not working I mean, her with what do that you need? i don't understand what the problem is why are you not doing this i mean come on i mean look i got this beautiful girl for us i did all this work and now you can't do it what's going on are you not hard do you not want to do this is this not something that you want to do are you backing out oh my god i am so fucking embarrassed i cannot believe this is happening right now i have to pee I just went. <laughs> I just went soft. That's that's how I picture it in my head. She leaves the room. He goes, "Oh, thank God!" And the girls in the bed, like, "If you want to, I want to." I mean, this is not why I'm here. And he's not telling her like this isn't something we discuss. So it's not the fucking poor girl third party's fault here, right? He starts pounding, and they're enjoying it. It's great. She comes out, and she's like, "All right, let's get this." What the fuck? Really? You get hard now when I leave the fucking room? Is this really? Is this now you're hard around? now. Let's you know fucking I get do it. This. Now you're enjoying this without me. I don't even know why I'm fucking here. Maybe I should just go down. No, the I think they kept drinking. crying. I'm imitating oh. her in a sense that no, that's I would, what I feel I, like. I thought you were going off the directness of the red. No, I picture that in my head of I, I also take what people say with a grain of salt in a sense of, I think she nagged him and nagged him and nagged him. She ruined that. And I hate to say she, 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 but it's, but that's okay, girl. 
you had some insecurities. Insecurities are not a fucking negative thing against you. It's a normal part of life, but you have to talk through those insecurities. But then you also went to Reddit and you fucking blasted your man on Reddit thinking probably that everyone would come to your defense when you should have taken the time. It was a long ass Reddit post. The time it took you to post that Reddit post with all the details, you couldn't have been like, baby, here's a glass of wine or whatever you drink. Or if you don't, straight edge, whatever. Like, here's a coffee. I can't Dude, I saw can we have a really serious conversation about what happened? Because I want to keep doing this with you. But clearly that was a mistake. Based off my research on the Reddit group stuff, this does happen. There's, there's, there's fucking roadblocks in the lifestyle. But we need to talk about this. Can I tell you how I felt? If I overreacted, I'm fucking sorry. I do think you should have also been more into my feelings. The minute I left to go to the bathroom and you got hard, I think you should have waited for me. Or I think you should have checked on me knowing how upset I was. Dude, I, I saw a Reddit. See how I did that? You did great. <laughs> I saw a Reddit and the person literally wrote an update into his Reddit and said, she's mad at me that I came to Reddit for it, but... <laughs> Why are we going to Reddit I first? Because there should be an outlet for people yeah, to vent. You know, it's for our. I, I hope some of you guys know how much. No, 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 no. I don't mind people going to Reddit because there should be an outlet for you to vent. But talk no, to your you partner. You should not be going to. Fucking, that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't be going first to Reddit. Talk to your partner first. If strangers know about your situation first rather than you. Now, it's different. I get it. We do get emails from listeners, but it's private. They are coming to us for confidential. A lot, of, a lot of times it's a couple, though. Exactly. but Or Snapchat. Well, I've, I've seen it's couples on Reddit. But that's fine. Yeah. What I'm saying is Swingers Reddit What's has 351,000 subscribers. Oh, is that what you're looking at? You yeah. Have, you have well, I have up? one that's a very important one yes. to me. But 351,000 followers. So you went to 351,000 people rather than maybe a confidential source because we even say to people, if we're going to share your email, we email back. Do you mind if we share this email on the podcast? Um, because sometimes we, I mean, it's a very important topic, you know. If they say no, we, I, I'm not going to. Or they always – almost everyone says yes. They just want to make sure we're not using their names, of course. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I just found it funny that the dude even updated and was like, yeah, she's pissed at me that I went to Reddit for this, but whatever. And I'm like, it's okay to go to Reddit, but go to the partner first. Yeah. Talk with them. And honestly, if you try to be sincerely sincere with them and talk to them and they give you a hard time, go ahead to Reddit and vent because you, most people are anonymous anyway. Do you know why they go to Reddit first? For when they if, – if everyone sides with them. They have when they, they have. go When they go to present their person, like, you know what? Well, I have 52 comments well, on this Reddit. Everyone agrees with me. Well, that's definitely why she deleted her shit. Oh, but, oh yeah. So we're going to end this podcast with one more Reddit reading. And the wife yes. is going to read this one because this one hits home a little bit with her. A little bit. And it's a, it's a little bit of a – it's not fun or kinky, but it's definitely meaningful. It's something that's actually going to um, – Part of this kind of inspired my next uh, Instagram post that I'm going to be talking about. And it's going to be for, you know, for women in a sense that... So you close this out, baby. Hello. My husband, male 39, and I, female 41, have been talking about visiting sex clubs and looking to potentially swap with other people for a while now. However, the problem is I am incredibly nervous to explore this due to living with PCOS. Um, it took years before I was eventually diagnosed, meaning I lived in a constant worry of what was wrong with me. And although I'm finally at peace with knowing what I have, its symptoms have left me scared to open myself up to others. I am a heavy girl. 
Thanks body for craving sugar and being unable to break it down. Have above average hair growth that takes daily attention to deal with and I'm out of action for days when my period comes around. All these things just add to the insecurities of going to clubs and seeing incredibly beautiful women and men who I know won't like what they say. I was wondering if there are other women in this sub that suffer from the same condition and have overcome their worries, etc. I want to applaud this woman um, for being so brave on the Reddit to be able to post this because one of the biggest things we talk about, obviously, with the lifestyle is... Um, attraction. And as much as I like to be a confident bitch all the time, I have my insecurities. And what I want to say to this woman, even though she probably does not listen to podcasts, but to any other woman that is suffering from PCOS. And I think I've actually discussed this on Snapchat maybe a few times. I'm not too sure, but I am a wig wearer and I'm a wig wearer and extension lover because I suffer from hair loss um, because I was diagnosed with PCOS. Um, way back when, I stopped getting my period but was not pregnant. I had so many different types of tests run at the time, but I did not know what tests to actually specifically demand to be run. And I was going months and months and months just to be told to be given progesterone every six months to trigger my period because obviously a woman needs to shed a period, you know, every, every three to six months, whatever it is, um, and whatnot, uh, taking that progesterone, uh, landed me in the hospital twice due to complications in a sense of a lot of blood loss and stuff like that. Like not to get too diving into, I just want women to know, I feel you, but, um, I have very thin hair, um, that I now feel that I have to wear wigs with because it's just what makes me feel pretty. And I'm all for that. Like I've, oh, I've never been a person to nag on a woman who gets plastic surgery. You do you boo. Like if that makes you feel great, you do it. You know what I mean? Who am I to judge? Um, I also suffer from facial hair growth from PCOS that I have to constantly get waxed um, and whatnot. And I do occasionally suffer from um, having to use lose to use lube during play because it does as horny as I can be at times where I can feel that I'm horny. It's just not necessarily getting me to the level of wetness that I want to be at. And trust me, I'm always horny. And I will say the wetness thing, it doesn't happen often, but I'm told that that can increase with my PCOS and of course with age. So I'm, I'm prepared for it in a sense. But when we first originally recorded this podcast, I, I broke down in tears and I'm getting a little teary eyed now because as someone who sometimes has been the joke of some podcasters about my weight and stuff like that, um, I feel you on that because I can do 23 hour fasts and, and go to the gym and yeah, I, I can lose, I can obviously it worked. I mean, we, we've done that before. Um, it just sucks of how much extra harder I have to work compared to others and it can be frustrating and I know I'm not the only one. So I try not to like be like, woe is me. Right. 
Um, you just want to enjoy a fucking cheeseburger, but then you know that that's just like, you're going to literally have to go to the gym while someone might have to just go do like a 300 calorie workout. I'm going to have to go do a 600 calorie workout. And you know, we, we so stigmatize a woman's beauty of what she should look like. Long hair, thick hair, luscious lips, no, no hair from the fucking eyebrows down. You know what I mean? Like, and we can't help what we were born with. I didn't ask to develop PCOS. It's a genetic thing. I didn't ask to be born. So I shouldn't be penalized for, and, and I do go extra steps. I, I get it waxed. Um, I obviously spend a shit ton of money in wigs because I love it. And I become an expert at putting wigs on actually. So I fucking love that. Um, wigs do have allowed me to become a different person every now and then. But, um, there are times, there are times where I'm sitting there and, you know, when it's fucking 95 degrees out and we are at the Bowie's Beach Bar and I just want to throw my hair up in like a, a top bun because I'm sweating my ass off and I can't do that because I'm insecure to do that because I don't want people to see that's a wig underneath or I don't want to take my wig off. Um, I can totally feel you on the insecurities that, but what I've learned is that there are a lot of women out there who suffer from different things. I don't think you should be scared of it. I don't think you should be scared about your weight because you know what? There's always, like we said earlier, there's always going to be bad apples. There's always going to be trolls. And I think, you know, one of the reasons why I put myself out there sometimes, and it's probably such a fucked up way to look at it, is if I put myself out there and people can see, if I can make myself vulnerable with my body, and show my stretch marks and show that, you know, I have like that stomach pouch and I've got thick thighs and I've got dimples in my ass. And because my tits are real, they're not super perky. They, they, they come down a little bit. If I can put it out there and people can see the positivity that comes from that, even though I'm putting myself out there, um, then that gives other people more confidence. And in a way, I also want to draw out, like, I don't think that, I don't think certain, like, influencers have realized the damage that they've done, though, to possibly some of their listeners. You know, I'm not going to go down, but when, way back when, when the dude said that I was bad for the podcasting, for the, for, I'm sorry, I was bad for the swinger community because I was fat. I mean, we're not all, 120 pounds running marathons and shit like that with like perky tits and stuff like that. People have lived real fucking lives. They've had kids. They've gone through tragedies that maybe they did some drinking and they developed a beer belly through that or, or, and, or they went through a fucking accident that they weren't able to work off or work out because they were on bed rest for a little bit and they put on some fucking weight and now they're, now they're like recovering. There's so many different things. And, the fact that she had the the fact that she felt that she had to put that out there, it does sound like they might be a little bit new because she says that they're talking about talking about visiting sex clubs and all. I just want you to know that almost every club is very inclusive. Are there some asshole clubs that we've apparently been made aware of in Vegas and stuff like that that only allow you in if you look a certain way? Yeah, and some asshole uh, yes. pool clubs. Yes, but you can do your research ahead of time to to kind of determine that, but. There's so many of us out there that are like you, and you know what I say? Let your freak flag 
fly and don't anyone fucking bring that flag down because you know what? You're beautiful, you're sexy, and you and your man have the best fucking time exploring this lifestyle with no regrets because you know what? Me and my fiery red hair wig and my fucking waxed upper lip are gonna and my wax pussy are gonna have a fucking grand old time. Well, I think most women get hair on their pussy, but yeah, but I was I, I was trying to make it sexy towards the end and to be comical, but it did hit differently because I too suffer from PCOS. I relate I, to you. I've seen the struggle. Yeah, I mean there there there's definitely there's definitely definitely struggles, but you know what? Every confident woman, no matter how confident you are, we look at ourselves in the mirror. We analyze ourselves. We tell each other, we tell ourselves what can be better. I mean, any person. I'm Dude, just, I analyze myself. I'm looking at it from a female's perspective because I'm a female. That's all. We look at ourselves. We go, this could be better. This could be better. I wish I looked like this. Blah, blah blah. But you know what I do? I look at my in the mirror and I say, even when I feel like sometimes certain like influencers just like at me, and I'm like, all right, you are a bad bitch. You are. You have overcome so much. You're gorgeous. You're a fucking sex worker. Hopefully up and coming super porn star. You fuck like a porn star and you are a porn star. You know? You are a great person and you're fucking gorgeous. And I say that to myself. You're fucking gorgeous. Don't let anybody dull your sparkle. And that's what I want to say. And I I just want to commend her for a bravery for posting on that. I did see... The thing is, is... Our chick with the fucking threesome issue had like 100 comments. This is 19 comments on it. 19 comments is good. But seriously, I It feels like they're all positive though from remember like, They are. So and, but I want more. Well, I know as a society what, we're drawn more to the what drama. We're here for. Yeah. Exactly. But listen, uh, rock your shit. If anyone doesn't want to play with you or reject you, that's their fucking loss. Yeah. And just keep telling yourself that. And by the way, I will take your titties that go down a little bit over any A cups any day. <laughs> First of all, it's gravity. Okay? It's gravity. Like, seriously. There's a reason. <laughs> I call them the B-T-I-T-B. They're the B-T-I-T-Bs. Best titties in the business. I mean, they do get... I mean, they make a shit ton you, of money. Okay, how about this? <laughs> you make comments constantly how nice of a dick I have. Yes, it's not big. It's like four inches. But it's pretty. When shaved, it needs to trim, by the way. It's pr- But it's also thick. I want to mm-hmm. add that. That's why you come. Um, you're, you have nice titties. They're, they, they look... They're, I know no female really has the same size titty. Yeah. All of them are a little off by a little bit. But they look symmetrical. Oh, you know, you know why your left titty is bigger than your right? You told me this story the other day. Like, because it's ago, technically but... closer to your heart. Okay, it could be... It's probably a wives' tale. No, Angela White told me this. And I'm go- <laughs> Angela White is my goddess, no, okay? okay? It's closer to your heart, and your, your heart needs extra protection. So your titty holds more mass in case something happened. Your left one. Most women's tit- left titties are the bigger ones. Okay, it's probably more science than that, but okay. Uh, I respect <laughs> the opinion. But, like, they are... They're pretty. They're very nice. I love them, and so do 50,000 like, people almost on Chatterbait. I feel like they look the same. There's nothing dis- 
fortunate about Thank them. Thank you. Not saying that would be anything bad if someone had titties that were a little disfortunate. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, yours are beautiful. And Thank you. Yeah, so never be down no, about your titties falling down a little I'm happy, bit. I'm happy we read this episode because I think last episode I was literally sobbing because I did feel her pain of the self-confidence. And it's, it's like, right now I'm, I'm kind of clinching my can because I, I'm almost regretting – not regretting. I'm sorry. That's so wrong word. You're having that like, oh my god, I can't believe I can't believe I just told people that, you know. But it is the reality of it, and we wouldn't be real and fucking raw if I hid that insecurity of I'm very insecure about that stuff. I'm very like, if there's any appointment that I ever make, it's always my waxing because if I even go a little bit past the waxing, I feel I don't feel myself. I don't feel. Listen, I have nothing but respect for you, women, and what you guys got to do to put yourself out there because you guys. I feel like I have to go that extra mile when it comes to uh, even getting ready for a, a day, a night out to maybe the club where it's makeup and hair, <laughs> hair to be taken off if needed. Well, I think that's things part of like the fun that. Of the club. I have my getting vixen, and, and I think because I have my my own insecurities, I can kind of. Re- I feel like I relate a little bit and respect where you guys come from. I mean, it's also probably because I'm not a douchebag. Um, and I'm not out there thinking I can get any chick in the world, so I have plenty of my own securities. So I completely understand where you guys are coming from. The only difference is I just don't have to do all the work to make up and all that. I just it, my insecurities are they are they are. <laughs> but I hear that. Um, but no, that's I thought you when I saw this one and I sent it to you when we tried to do it last week. I thought this one would hit home a little bit. It's so obviously I know about your medical life and all being married to you for. 12 years 13 this year in august 13 this oh, year lucky i remember 13, that lucky number 13 so you know and i thought that one would hit home and i thought it would be a good topic for you to talk about only and i really just stay quiet and i just let you i listened because yeah. as a guy i should just listen it's not my thing i deal with you've dealt with it though i mean you've dealt with the the no, hormonal I, balance I meant, sometimes. Oh, well, I just and... meant like physically I don't deal with it. No, I got it. So it was your, you know, your mic, yeah. to, your mic to <laughs> gravitate well, on. So I, I did comment on, on her post and I, I wrote a very long comment and, and told her how I suffer from it. And if she ever needs any sort of, you know, wanting me to like wanting to talk, wanting to talk or vent or if anything happens. Cause obviously her post seems like they want to start into the lifestyle. So any negative, and this is where I get very protective. I almost want to like, like, no, come, come to, come to like, let me go to the club with you. Let me protect you. Let me shield you. Let me like, you know, like, cause I just, I don't know. I'm willing to take the bullets for people. Um, because I, and not saying that no one else can handle it. Oh my gosh, no. I never want to say that I'm stronger than anybody else. But I genuinely just know how good of a fucking time more people who are curious in the lifestyle could have um, if there was, I don't know, less insecurities like that, which I also suffer from, but we suffer from them because what does standard society tell you? You know, you see the fat shaming on social media and oh, stuff like that. So well, you think I mean, come it on. does. You know, you, you're automatically assuming it's 100% going to transfer over into anything. the The problem is, is I wish I I wish I could tell her she'll she'll never be be shamed for anything 
from what she suffers with with PCOS. Like I said before, there's bad apples in every group. There's always going to be some asshole or asshole couple or something that's going to be snarky. They maybe had too much to drink at an event or whatever, and they're going to, you know, be rude to you. Or people just have, sometimes people have a very um, blunt way of rejecting people. I, I think you should be a little more sensitized when you are rejecting people and not just have that blunt nature of rejection because you could be affecting someone's confidence, you know, and it's not a thing saying that they are not attractive. You are just not attractive to them. So I don't necessarily agree with the whole, like I'm to the point and something like that. No, you can sugarcoat to the point as well at the same time. We got, I got, I got a couple of rejection stories too that we can use for another podcast, but guys, thank you so much for listening as always. So if you guys want to reach out to us at all and if you have any questions or if you have any questions about the episode or if you have anything you want to talk about personally, uh, we're always open to ears. You can message us on Instagram. At Swinging Along Podcast. You can find us on Twitter. At Swinging Along 69. You can add us on Snapchat. At Swinging Along 69. I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah, no, that's definitely right. Um, yeah. And by the way, right now, it's everybody room. Or send us an email. Oh, you can send us an email. Yeah, at uh, swingalong69 at gmail.com. And also, guys, if you're looking to revamp up your sex life, just know that our Adam and Eve promo from other podcasts is still going. I'm going to throw that promo up on Instagram so you can see it. And also, if you're interested in getting into the lifestyle, you're listening to podcasts, you're di- like, you're like, I want to do this, I want to do this, but I want to look into more things we are going to give you well not us cassidy is giving our listeners a 90 day that's three months of the elite membership it's the highest membership you can get you're going to get it for free you're going to use our code swinging along six nine i'm going to also throw that up on instagram and twitter just so you can have it just so you can see it copy paste it link super easy making your life super fun um but yeah, that's just it's start. It's our first podcast if, of the new year. If you guys can't tell, this show is not scripted at all. I, I think down, I did that I jot, fucking well. I jot down a couple notes, <laughs> so I remember what to put in the title and all that, and we just kind of go from there. Four years podcast has been going on. Four, Four years. years. If they have not, if they have not realized that by now, we're fucking professionals, bro. But guys, <laughs> we are getting better, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. We always love it, and we love hearing from you. Real quick, before she says bye. If anyone hasn't noticed, when you send us a message on Snapchat, it's only me right now because this one is banned on Snapchat because she's a naughty girl. Uh, Hopefully, she has a new phone coming in a month or two. Uh, So, most likely, if you want to talk to the wife, just let me know you're looking for something from her, whether it's a question or whatever, and I'll pass along. If not, usually I'm the one that's responding to you. Yeah, I think yesterday I had Chris's (laughs) phone for an hour and a half, and he had my phone so because he was like doing sports stuff. And we have the same apps for that. And I forgot I had his phone. And I was like on, I went to go to my Twitter and was like, what the fuck is this? This is not my Twitter. I realized, oh shit, I've got Chris's phone. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for supporting. And we're super stoked for new things to come for 2023. And we hope everyone had a great new year. And cheers to continuing a brand new year with Swinging Along. Bye guys. Bye.